0: <laughs> I was trying to do the the Wayne's World. You, you did it.
1: I know. I saw you did it. Five,
0: four, four, three, two.
1: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. No, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Culturally Buzzed, a podcast where we talk about anything and everything culture in relation to our health behavior. And when I mean we, I mean we, there is actually somebody here with me. Hi, hey there. (laughs) The talented co-creator Raquel. Hello. Yes, and so I want to just state there has been a long pause in these episodes and I'm very sorry. (laughs) (laughs) There have been some things happening. It's been wild. Yeah. I think for the both of us for sure. It's been a good time though. Yes, absolutely, absolutely, but I am so down to uh, talk to you guys today and um, I don't necessarily know how to start this. Like, I want people to know who you are. Okay. So would you like to... I can I can play the intro music. Okay. And you can introduce yourself. Sure. Whatever you would like. Yes. Okay. Who am
0: I? <laughs> let's go. Let's do this. This is always such a hard question for me. Um, so, yes. I am Raquel. Um, born and raised in Southern California, you know. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I... Uh, I just try to live in a way that I can be proud of. Um, I've had a lot of experiences in my life from just like theater to travel, Um, life experiences like most of us. Mm. Uh, I'm a dog mom. (laughs) Yes. Uh, doing so great (laughs) and in in my early 30s and I have to say I've really I've been enjoying the 30s so far you have yeah okay I was worried about that yeah I it's (laughs) I mean really look forward to it and I saw a meme that says like 30s is like your 20s but with like money although I know that's not everybody yeah but I think it could be money as in rich in like where you're at in your life mentally Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing so I kind of take it more like that. Like, I just feel more content in that peace. So yeah. I guess that's, that's, I'm just an ever evolving version of myself. That's a very
1: long winded way of answering that. But <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> that's totally perfect. No, yeah. I, I think it's always a, a bit a bit of a struggle to admit that no matter how old you get, you're still learning a whole lot more. Yeah. Cause you like, even as a kid, you're just thinking to yourself like, Oh man, adults got it handled. They got <laughs> no. it. They got it. And then you get there and you're like, I still need another adult around. Yeah. (laughs) Or like, or like what I've seen
0: online, how people are like, oh yeah, like I'm at the age that my parents were when I was like seven and you know, they were babies. Like what was I
1: thinking? Like I'm the age that they were and like, I don't know half the things I thought I know at this age. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I think, I, I don't know how, I don't know where or how that even like that concept comes up, but we just, maybe it's just because they tell us what to do. So we think to ourselves, like they must know better. Yeah. And that's like not they're really the authority. Key. Respect <laughs> really your authority. Okay. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Um, you. And I guess I can talk about a little bit of what I've been up to. I am slowly but surely really liking yoga. I'm really liking moving into, like, nice. uh, working on my spirituality, which is something that I never thought I would ever say in my entire fucking life. Like, <laughs> there was no, no moment did I ever think, like, you asked me 10 years ago, like, what do you do on your spare time? And the answer is meditate. No, I don't know. <laughs> That's so cool, though. I need to meditate. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, definitely. Whenever you would like, we can meditate together, too. Let's no, do it. Yeah, let's do it. I think, I think we'd be laughing too hard. <laughs> I and know. We're, like, we're getting zen, and then we're just laughing too hard. Well, we'll try. <laughs> yes. For sure. Um, and did you have a, any small wins today? Any small? Um, I mean, I'm one of those people I
0: try not to talk too much about my fitness, but mm-hmm. okay, go ahead, um, brag. It's like Brack. it's like Brack. it's so funny. I was just <laughs> talking to my sister the other day on the phone cuz she's joined the same boot camp but a different branch and I'm like, mm-hmm. "See, like I feel like um, now you understand why I talk about it so much. It's such a huge part of my life." And mm-hmm. I feel like other people when they hear me, they're like, "Is she in a boot camp or is she just in a cult?" Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally, so um, I uh, the workout was really hard this morning, but every morning was hard. And um, I am, um, and I'm currently working on pull ups, and my Ooh. workout buddy, like she's helping me. So I'm, I call it like pre pull ups because I'm definitely not at her level. So mm-hmm. I, um, I found a way to work my muscles under my shoulders. Like I think I, I it clicked for me. So I guess that's a little win, that's a win, awesome. win.
1: <laughs> no, it's that's a big win. Yeah, that's a big win. There are so many people who cannot do that. I mean, emotion. I. I mean, I still
0: can't. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, because I have to jump up, and then I can hold myself for a little bit, and mm-hmm. then my muscles just kind of give out, and then I kind of drop down.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that's that's how. But it I'm starts, working. Yeah. Work that's so cool. I didn't even know that there were muscles under your shoulder. I, thought yeah, I there didn't was just either. Muscles on your shoulder. I didn't
0: think about. Well, it's like. Well, no, it's like under. Probably on, too. I mean, I don't know anatomy. I should, considering <laughs> I should, I, should what do. I do with my body. I should
1: too
0: considering. <laughs> Like, I'm not going to fake it till
1: I make it on this one. <laughs> People be calling me out. No, it's <laughs> fine. I mean, the intro, the, the song that I uh, picked for us is was Wasted Education. I have a biology oh, yeah. degree, and I don't, I still don't know what the, <laughs> fucking, oh I know. I have, I have, Wait, like, I got to actually think about this. I have
0: four undergraduate degrees. Oh, my God. And it's like. I got two. I'm still like, oh, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> I got,
1: wait, do, do associates count as undergraduate? Yeah.
0: I mean, you, I count And them. bachelor's
1: degrees <laughs> are yeah. undergraduate? undergrad. I have three.
0: Yeah, there you go. Holy shit!
1: Yeah, mm. there we are. <laughs> <laughs> if only you could see our faces. Who's <laughs> looking? Just casual. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we did that. We did that. <laughs> oh man. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, again, thank you so much for joining us today. And I think on the bandwagon, a small one that I had today, when I was walking, when I was driving up your street. It's beautiful, by the way. Yeah. Very, very beautiful here. And I. <laughs> I saw a bunch of spaces and I skipped them over and I didn't think I would find one. I found one that was really, really close. Yeah. And I'm not really good at, um what do they call it? Parallel, parallel parking. parking. But I did it. Yeah. I did it. I did that two motion. Hell and yeah. it was great. And some, and some dude was like watching a little bit as he was walking up the street. And I was like, this guy's kind of cute. And he just saw me do something super cool with my car. So he's there's like, that. He's like, damn,
0: I like the way Daniel. she parallel park.
1: <laughs> it really did look like he like walked a little bit closer and finally saw my face. And he was like. Respect. He's awesome. Like, <laughs> maybe I mean I do have like an old white guy Prius, so I'm wondering if maybe oh, It's just like You do though. <laughs> I swear that's probably why I never get pulled over because people expect me to be like this older gentleman that's gonna give him a hard time. Like that's it. Oh man. It's all in the car. It's all in the wheels.
0: Honestly. <laughs> but speaking of parallel parking, I hate to do it, so I like if I can I try to like drive into the spot yeah. and then I kinda, you know.
1: Yeah, adjust accordingly. That's what I do too. (laughs) That's usually what I do. But today I was like, you know what? The sun feels right. I'm just (laughs) just going to do it. it. It's hard today. Let's do it. (laughs) Awesome. So the topic of discussion for today is, I can't really think of a segue, so I'm just going to mention it. Yeah. The topic of discussion for today is self-care, mostly with the intention of understanding how to create a more intuitive self-care routine for your needs. And I'm just going to be very honest with you here. This isn't some sort of, like, BS podcast episode. Where we're just going to be like, do this, do this, do this, do that. Yeah. <laughs> and then everything's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, we we understand that life gets rough. And honestly, the most important thing is that you try. Right. Exactly. And there is, especially because of everything being shut down and stuff, there's this kind of preconceived notion that there are specific rules for self-care. Yeah. And there really isn't. There's not. There really, really isn't. There's, um, I was listening to, uh, the audiobook book talking to strangers by Malcolm Gladwell
0: okay
1: and he mentioned something about the idea of a truth bias where with you're in a conversation with someone and somebody says something and you have a lack of evidence you're just kind of forced to think it's true oh and I okay. think yeah and I think for a lot of people especially when they're looking up information about self-care like what to do they kind of have to trust that the other person knows more yeah. And it kind of comes full circle, again, like, what we were talking about adults, and we were thinking that they were, like, the ethical... Yeah, or even on a societal guideline.
0: level, especially. Exactly. It's like, oh, well, you know, CNN says it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> if,
1: if it's on Fox News, it must <laughs>
0: be correct.
1: <laughs> so with the little yeah. monocle, like, yeah. let's look into this a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so I just want to kind of, like, push that preconceived notion aside. Like, this is not this is not the intention of the episode, again. It's Mm-mm. just... We're gonna be present and we're gonna talk about in a sense what we've gone through when it comes to a self a self care routine and hopefully you can take what resonates and then leave what doesn't. So well that being said. Yeah. With that being said, I think the biggest foundational question we need to ask is what caused you to develop a self care routine in the first place?
0: Hmm. That's really hard to pinpoint, but probably um and, and this is something that happens in cycles. Like, I get into a good self-care routine, and then something happens in life that kind of fucks me sideways. Mm-hmm. And then I have to um, start from point A again, but try something differently. But I think it always comes down to just being sick of feeling shitty. Yeah. And sick of just, yeah, um, not feeling, I guess, uh, nurtured in a way. Like, mm-hmm. and, you know, you can't, I mean, I don't know. You can't count on people for, like, a lot of things as far as growth goes. It, it usually has to come from within. I mean, it's always nice to have a support system, but sometimes you have to be your own support system. And then it's, like, with self-care or anything like that. Sometimes, I mean, if there's people out there that can relate to this. Like, when I go through these kind of transformations, it's usually kind of, like, alone. I don't really – like, I don't, I don't have, like, a therapist or anything or, like, a confidant, and that's not because – you know, I, I think therapy is a bad thing. It's just, it's just how I, I feel like I'm wired. Like I have to kind of just quietly work on myself and build up from there. Mm. Um, so I think (laughs) a long-winded way of answering that question, I just realized I went on a tangent. No, No, like I always do. It's absolutely, but it's just, it's just that, that moment where, um, any great transformative moment in my life or self-care new routine it's just it's when you hit that wall and you're finally like because there's because before that I go through um like a while a period of time where it's like I know what I'm doing isn't enough for myself and like why am I not doing it like I know I need to and then it gets to that point where you're like tired of feeling that way and it's like okay well I'm tired of this so I'm actually going to start to do something about it and then you kind of go from there at least in my experience
1: yeah absolutely I hear you on that and that's exactly how I started to put more of an emphasis on my self-care routine too. I was just going through the motions of life. Yeah. You know, just kind of living through it and like doing what other people were doing. Like, okay, go out, go to school, Mm -hmm. have three jobs, like do whatever. (laughs) Like just get, like work yourself to the bone. And then maybe if you're lucky, get, yeah, seriously. (laughs) Like the whole hustle mentality Mm -hmm. was like big for me, especially at the age of 19. And me too. Yeah. And it's just, it's been such a long journey because I went from somebody who probably didn't and this is going to, I'm going to try not to be emotional about this. I'm just going to say it verbatim. Okay. <laughs> I tried to be, I, I went from somebody who wouldn't even acknowledge her own struggles and and, and the, even like waking up, I wouldn't even acknowledge that I was awake. I would just be up and go and go and go and yeah. go. And there was never a moment where I stopped to say, hey, like Sarah, let's check in what's going on. Yeah. And at a certain point. I think I had to hit rock bottom in order to understand that that was a bad habit to have. Yeah, absolutely. And it took me being at my worst health, unfortunately, mm. being in a sucky relationship, like yeah. a relationship that was not feeding me in any sort of way. And I was doing. I had three jobs at the time, and I had a f- like twelve full units of schooling. Yeah, and I developed That's a lot. And and I developed. Yeah, it was really bad. And I developed. I ended up getting a stomach infection lost 20 pounds in 1 month oh, cuz yeah. i didn't you told know me about that. yeah cuz i didn't know what was going on with my body yeah. and i went to the doctor they tested my blood they're like hey you have a stomach infection come get some antibiotics and even then i was like i might not have the time to pick them up yeah oh shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's it was that bad that's a that's a sign of self care Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think, yeah, I think when I started when I realized that I just needed to drop the shit and and quit being attached to my own pain was when I Mm. was like verbally abused by the person that I wanted to be with. And Mm -hmm. there was a certain point where I even on my bad days, their voice would be the critical voice in my head.
0: Hmm. That's when it got
1: to a point where I was looking so outside of myself for safety and comfort that I would start to internalize all of the the struggles and the discomfort that I was going through Mm -hmm. as inner dialogue to talk to myself. That's, yeah. It's wild. That that renders me (laughs) speechless because
0: my critical voice is always my own voice, so I can't even imagine, like oh, what's that like? It's weird.
1: <laughs> you must be so like <laughs> so grounded us... in what you want. And... Well, I'm really hard on myself, but sometimes, okay.
0: well, and, and it's the thing that I always say, especially if I'm getting in a relationship with somebody, it's like, hey, warning, my mind is like the best and worst part of me. Mm. It really is. Like, like it, it's, it's driven me to do what I've needed to do and what I've wanted to do. And like, I look back at the things that I've done and I'm like, man, that's so fucking amazing. But then, um, mm-hmm. But then there's that other side that's, like, harsh. um, But I need it because it humbles me. Mm -hmm. Because you need to learn how to humble yourself. Like, you can't, you know, just think you're the shit shit. all (laughs) the time with everything. You know what (laughs) I mean? exactly. And I think – but then again, it's, like, useful, though, in a way, because it's, like, (laughs) whenever – it's not so much now, because a lot of us have, like, grown up, and we're, like, like adults. Most people are married, have kids, whatever, and mm-hmm. they don't have time for this shit, although yeah. some people never grow up. But it's, like, whenever I've had, like, people... <laughs> spoiler alert. You <laughs> might still be a kid. Yeah. <laughs> you know you're a kid when. Um, but, like, but now when people are very critical of me, I just... It doesn't bother me, because in my mind, I'm like, oh, bitch, like, I could top that with my own voice in my head. Like, I know myself and my flaws and my right. skeletons that you don't even
1: know. So, right. like, yeah, nice try. It's like, you think you're the monster? No, 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 I, no, 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 I'll, I'll monster work. you. I know myself inside out.
0: Um, it's, yeah. a, it's a weird little world in my head. <laughs> and it's good, and sometimes it's not. And sometimes you got to escape from yourself. And I guess yeah. that's, again, part of self-care. But, yes, absolutely. But then being aware of it, though, because I'm aware of it, I can get out of the spiraling a lot better, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So, and that's the thing, too, is that it's that, that acceptance of some flaws that you have that will sabotage you mm-hmm. mentally. Um, sometimes, you know, there's no... I say this, for lack of a better word, with air quotations with my fingers, but there's not exactly, like, a cure for it. Yeah. And, yeah, probably therapy helps and everything, but but there's just some things and qualities about yourself that you just have to learn to work with, and you're not going to be able to change. Mm -hmm. You just got to, like... Deal with it in a healthier way, maybe. Okay. If yeah. that makes sense.
1: No, that totally makes sense. I think when you were talking about the idea of, like, somebody trying to come up to you and try to tell you what, what to think of yourself. Yeah. I think it's also the same when it comes to your self-care. Like, you have all these negative kind of thoughts or patterns or something like that. And then yeah. you think to yourself, like, you get to a point where it's like, I have to out my own monsters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in order to get out of, like, these kind of shitty cycles, in a sense. And yeah. You do have to kind of, like, if it's always, if it always feels like they're the obstacles are bigger than you, you're never going to get ahead. Yeah. Right. You always have to kind of realize that you are bigger than them Mm -hmm. and that's end of. Yeah. That's it. No matter what. Right. Even if you have a shitty day, you're bigger than the obstacles. You're bigger than your problems and end of. Yeah.
0: I, I like the way I like that way of thinking. Um, and another thing that I tell myself, I learned, um, when I was a protege and then I became a mentor myself it was like this worksheet. I wish I had it, but it had a lot of great quotes and stuff. And it's, it was especially like a checklist for when you had a bad day. And one of the things was, will this matter five years from now? Are you even going to be thinking about this on your deathbed? Will it even matter? Yeah. Okay. Well then you're going to get past it. Like it's going to be fine. You. It absolutely. feels shitty right now, but you just got to get through it. You know? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. I hear you on that. It's like it, are you going to be concerned about this in 10 minutes? Maybe. But (laughs) if a day goes by and something else gets, distracts you, are you going to be okay? Yeah. Then maybe, yeah, it's not, I remember going to a trip to Mammoth with my friends and I remember like standing, we were hike like day three of the hike or something like that and my body was sore. I was like just experiencing these excuses to not do something, right? Yeah. And then I look and I'm like this little tiny thing on, on the bottom of this really big mountain we were supposed to climb. And I looked at the mountain and I was like, why do I have anything to worry about? Like, I'm yeah. this little tiny person, and it's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get to kind of do whatever I want, and it's nice, but mm-hmm. I make my problems the size of those mountains, and I'm not... That that's big. deep. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I get it.
0: In the grand scheme of things, and grand yeah. Scheme,
1: yeah, exactly. But yeah, also in like the micro, like the micro, like the microcosm of your brain. Sometimes, like you get to a point where you sit here and you think this is such an isolated incident. Yeah, where nobody else is going through what you're going through, and it like attaches you to some sort of story when it comes to your pain. And I feel like that's also something people don't necessarily um, push through. Mm-hmm. The first time when we're talking about self care, they just they say, okay, so what what should I do? Just write it down for me. I'll get it done. Yeah, in a sense, but they don't understand that. Like at the end of it, like you have to, you have to push yourself past the idea that you are attached to your own pain because you're really not. You're not your pain. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but you are a person going through pain. Yeah, you know. So that's a very
0: important distinction, and it's all in the way you word things, even to yourself, mm-hmm. and in. One of my ex's dads, he said a quote uh, that we've all heard before, but it, it like just resonated with me as a teenager. Mm-hmm. It was "nothing is new under the sun," and I'm oh, like, "Damn, yeah. he's right." Mm-hmm. And like, I still <laughs> think about before. that quote. Like, I still use that quote to myself in my mind. Ooh, that's uh, okay. my boba. <laughs> you heard my boba. Um, yeah. Anyway, is new
1: under the sun. Yeah, that does make a lot of sense. We can hear the kids playing outside. Mm-hmm. friends <laughs> <laughs> you know <what>? just kidding <laughs> <laughs> talking about <self-care>. self care <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So <sorry. laughs> no it's totally fine okay so I think um, for the most part I think we kind of I feel like we've kind of gotten into the idea of like the excuses people give each other but what do you think about the idea of somebody saying they just don't have enough time for self care <sighs> deep breath now. It, that's a really, I
0: mean, that's like a loaded question. Is it, <laughs> um, I didn't mean not, to make no, it loaded Not in at a all. bad way, but it, because it, it's such a, it's one of those things where, uh, again, I mean, uh, this is a habit of mine now, I guess, mm-hmm. but another thing I read online, it was like, oh, if you have time to binge on Netflix, and you have time, whatever, however it's phrased, I'm probably not going to do it verbatim, take out whatever, then you have time to start that novel that you've been talking about. You have time Mm -hmm. for all this. So it's just really um, doing your best to um, get your mind back on Mm -hmm. track. But I mean, as simple of an idea as that is on paper, Mm -hmm. you just have to get uh, um, through your own mental barriers. It's it starts with just Realizing you have more control than you think you do. Yeah. Or that you remember that you do. And I think sometimes, um, I think there's a lot of reasons for that kind of thing. Uh, Sometimes it's because we forget what we're capable of and then sometimes it's because I know for me this is a big one is that you're afraid of success you're afraid of how far that's actually going to take you if you if you actually do something that you know is I know that sounds fucked up but, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds, but when you when you actually take a path that's like really good for yourself because if you're so used to like struggles in life and going through a bunch of shit all the time mm-hmm. it's you just you're just kind of like whoa I'm like out here floating and it, it's better and it feels good but there's a long fall from a good place whereas right. if you you just keep yourself down it's just easier you're just used easier to it to... it sucks mm. but you're used to it yeah. so I think I don't know it and I think that kind of goes more along the lines of just remembering that you're like worthy and you're deserving of good things and obviously I'm talking about one niche of people here maybe some yeah. people are like oh I c- can't relate <laughs> I'm listening <laughs> <know>. right now it's <laughs> like cannot relate must and, be weird <laughs> yeah and, and you know and it could also be just as simple as like um having too many of the wrong things on your plate maybe maybe you're saying yes to other things outside of yourself you're saying yes to other people you're making other people's needs a priority over your own so Mm -hmm. then you're not gonna have time for yourself so I think that's the thing you have to it's I mean look at it as like your finances right you're like holy shit how come I don't have any like leftover money oh because just as an example maybe I'm going to fast food a little too much or I'm doing this and that but if I took away from that that I feel isn't maybe that good for me and put it
1: towards something else. You know yes. what I mean? Like, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like about repurposing your energy yeah. in a sense. Like, I think, yeah, in, in one of my biology classes, we talked about how the body only creates enough ATP for the day. Just like enough. So sometimes <laughs> I feel like at the end of it all, if you only have enough energy to do something, why not be intentional about it? Right. Why not actually do the job the right way? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that.
0: I mean, that makes sense. And I... Yeah. um. I always like to think like... I try anyway. I mean, I can't, I don't do it all the time. But when I'm in the right mindset, I think, well, is this serving me? Does this serve me? I should do what serves me. If it doesn't mm-hmm. serve me, I just need to let it go. Or I need to
1: not do that anymore. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think a big part of it is that people don't necessarily recognize what will serve them right. and what won't serve them. Yeah. And most of the time, especially in some, you, you'll understand, even if you do your own research about the science of well-being, for example, most of the time what we think is the right thing is actually the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because there's so much distraction around the idea that money is going to make you happy Mm -hmm. that having that dream job finally is going to get you somewhere in life in a sense you know what I mean and like having that family having that house having like all these material things that you have to keep up with yeah they somehow fit this uniform definition of um uniform definition of happiness and love and how you care for yourself and that's not really the case at all it's true so yeah
0: I mean, just a thought that popped in my mind, like, um, I've I've been helping like random women online, like just Mm -hmm. with like advice and stuff. Like I'm obviously I'm not gonna air out any of their personal business. Of course. But (laughs) just like but there's just things that I read about like advice about certain things, like how men are like treating them and stuff. And like initially you look at it and you're like, Wow, like that's such an obvious red flag. Mm -hmm. But I mean if that's an environment you've you've been around because, like, that's just, like, let, maybe that's the kind of relationships your mother put up with, for example, or your dad or whatever, mm-hmm. and you grow up, and and that's what you see, and then just uh, the way that society kind of shows certain things. It's all just out, anything outside of us, I feel like you have to question what you see outside of yourself yeah. and outside of things. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so you, it you would think that some of these red flags it's like wow like the answer should be obvious but it's not to some people Mm -hmm. because you have to remember like everybody's just like had a different life and 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 it's just it just really goes to show how like gaslighting or manipulation or all these like phrases that we have we can now put a label to on these unhealthy things Mm -hmm. um these traits, in a sense, yeah.
1: yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I'm losing my train of thought. Um, I, I, <laughs> no, I see. I see where you're yeah. going with this. Like, and just the fact that you would not be able to see through those things if it wasn't it's for the fact that you cared for yourself first. Yeah, that all of that will take yeah. advantage of you. Yeah. I think that's where you were going with this. All of that. Thank you. (laughs) No problem. I was like, what the hell? (laughs) All of that. You will fall for all of those different traps. Yeah. If you don't put yourself first. Yeah.
0: That's it. And you have to. That's it. Because, and this is what I pretty much always say (laughs) to -hmm. these women or these people is that... (laughs) Like, listen,
1: (laughs) listen, there's not a lot of
0: guarantees in life. You're guaranteed that you're going to die. Yeah, that's a guarantee. It's not a fun guarantee. Another guarantee, whether you like it or not, you you entered this world yourself and you're going to leave it by yourself. And you really it would really serve in your best interest to uh, number one. Get really acquainted with who you are. Look mm. at your good, bad, and ugly, and sort that out. Which right. is something that I've done, you know, because yeah, I mean, I'm definitely not without flaws. Because um, if if you're out there saying that you don't have flaws, I call bullshit on you. First of all, like <laughs> everybody, yeah, don't at me. So so you need yeah <laughs> you need you need that understanding, um, mm. and you need to know that there's times in your life where you, you're you not going to be able to rely on anybody. And so if you make your whole world about being obsessed that you need another person mm-hmm. to make yourself happy or to have, like, a healthy life, you, you have to look to yourself first. Yeah. It's so important. And then that's where all – it just comes down to self-care. It, it's all in the same realm, but I just – I just think that's so important when you think of it that way because, you know, you really... The only one you're, you're guaranteed stuck with is yourself. Anybody else can come and go as they please. yeah, And they will. Absolutely. People are going to do what they're going to do.
1: Absolutely, And yeah. you
0: can't get away from
1: yourself as much as you want to, maybe yeah. sometimes. So, <laughs> well, I mean, there are some people who are testing that theory. I know yeah. that for sure. So. I don't want to generalize, but obviously there are yeah. people who are like, who choose distraction as their mode of living yeah, in a sense. And I think to echo what you're saying... It is fucking, life is fucking beautiful when you love yourself first. Yeah. And you can quote me on that. Put it on every t-shirt. <laughs> Honestly. It, yeah. It is fucking beautiful. And not it only is. that, but like your friendships are enhanced. That's your true. Your relationship with your parents are enhanced. Like it's just this big um, like summation of good all of yeah. a sudden sprouting out into your life I when you that. make the decision to love yourself first. Yeah.
0: It's true because you form those habits and I'll say to kind of piggyback off of what you're saying Mm -hmm. is that um, I kind of learned this at a very young age just because of the circumstances in my life about, yeah, like learning to like love yourself and stuff. And there'd be like toxic people like, um, oh, well, you're putting yourself on a pedestal. Well, no, I'm not not in the way that you mean. (laughs) I just I just know that I'm worthy of the basic, the basic decency, spiritual. Yeah. What have you? It's, it's so important. And when you, when you do love yourself, then the people that, um, aren't good in your life, um, cause I think people, they hold on to familiarity and I think that's, that kind of goes back on what we we're talking about, why people mm-hmm. put up with certain things cause they don't know any better or, or, or they don't think they can have better. Mm-hmm. So once you have, you do that work within that foundational work, then it's easy to kind of just discard, um, really anybody who's not good for you. Or like if, if there's like a bad relationship, it's just easier to end. It's like, yeah, whatever. Well. You're not my museum is, is what I think of it because there's, mm-hmm. there's a story that I read where it was like, oh, this dad gave his son a watch and... Mm-hmm. um See how much you can get for it, and the pawn shop didn't want to give him much, and uh, I don't know, somebody else didn't want to give him much, and then Mm -hmm. he went to a museum, and it turns out I don't know if it's true, it's just something, Mm -hmm. one of those bullshit things you see on Facebook, and and it's (laughs) like, and the museum, it's
1: worth a million dollars, yeah, and it's so old and it's valuable, and then and
0: then the whole the whole takeaway was like, find your museum, find who or what is gonna like give you the maximum worth.
1: That's beautiful. Yeah, that is beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I, it makes me, you're like, welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I just pictured in my head right now, just walking into a museum and seeing all of these memories mm-hmm. of who you are. Yeah. And it's adding value because not only is it a picture that's framed and people took care to put it up, but there's lighting involved and there's people coming in yeah. to see that. And so it's kind of almost like, You are, you're, like, not to come off on too much of a tangent, but it is kind of feel like you have to value yourself as art. You have to value yourself as, like, something great, something inspirational. I like that. Yeah. And it's just, it's it's amazing because the thing is, like, people will say that they don't have time, going back to the original. Yeah. They don't have time. But the fact of the matter is time will get the best of you if you continue to say you don't have it. Yeah. That's really
0: it. And that reminds me of a quote one of my coaches, um, she posts regularly. It was, um, it's, you might as well just do what you know is good for yourself because time is going to pass anyway. Yeah. It's going to pass, so Absolutely. you might as well just chip away at it basically. Absolutely. You yeah. It's the yeah. same idea.
1: Exactly, yeah. And I love I love that because it, the fact of the matter is like a lot of people I think take time for granted, for example, yeah. just as much as they take it for granted for themselves. Mm-hmm. And my dad would always my dad He's, he's like this grumpy Arab guy. He goes, you know what? You got to just do something because if you don't do anything, you're just going to find yourself 60 and you're going to wonder why you never did it in the first place. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah.
0: See, your dad, he knows. <laughs> and
1: it's, but here's the thing, like talking to a nine-year-old like that is probably <laughs> not the best. <sighs> but I mean, damn. He's he not... wanted you to have a head start. Yeah, absolutely. For <laughs> sure. He's like, you better pick something right now. <laughs> you, you so you're going to be ahead right of everybody. You want to do everything you're not getting done anything i'm like damn <laughs> okay i'm, I'm really not, not gonna go clean itself <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly exactly oh my gosh and i think another thing that people give um excuses for it as to not care about themselves is that they want to do self-care perfectly yeah and perfectionism um, perfectionism coupled with imposter syndrome which every oh, one shit. of us has you it's just like, hit a nerve <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. No, it's, fine. it's totally fine. I saw it on your face. You were like, "Oh, sh-. culturally bl- buzz," where
0: your mind gets blown. Sorry, no,
1: it's fine. And yeah, that's that's like yeah. So when you couple it with imposter syndrome, because we're always constantly told this is what you're supposed to believe, this is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And I kind of almost feel like imposter syndrome is this like mental red flag. If you feel like you're not in the right spot, get out of it. Yeah. If you feel like you're giving responsibility, you're being given responsibility you don't want. Tell them you don't want it. Like, yes. you're going to continue to always feel out of place if you continue to sit here and think you have to take all of these responsibilities that aren't yours to begin with. Yeah. And then, but then you couple that over with the idea that people want to do things perfectly. Yeah. You think to your it kind of like undermines the idea of yourself and what you want to say and what you want to believe. Or what you want to do. Exactly. I, man, you, like, you, like, brought a memory back, because oh, I remember, sorry. no, but it's good, it's okay. good, I feel like it's really
0: relevant, I, hopefully okay. it won't go too long on this oh, no. tangent, but, take, like, take your time, I, you know, I was always interested in, like, theater and acting, and I, and I, like, got into this theater club in middle school, and then I moved to Texas, and then mm-hmm. I didn't really get to experience it, and then I came back, mm-hmm. took a drama class in high school, um. I auditioned for, like, one play and didn't make it, but I knew the audition was shite. And I knew that, but the the purpose of the audition was not that I knew I was going to get a part, but it was just I needed to get used to the fact of being up in front of people and being okay mm. with them staring at me because mm. I was the kid that I, I I hate and I was late for school all the time I hated walking in late I hated the eyes on me and yeah. I never liked to like raise my hand or be called out I didn't want I didn't want attention yeah which is weird to think of now just considering <laughs> like yeah you know
1: me you've come a long way yeah I have <laughs> and
0: on. And I just remember, um, so I I didn't do that in high school. And then I started to figure out in community college, I was a music major, but then music theory was like, just like a foreign language that I had a hard time with. Mm. So I'm like, I can do music independently, whatever. Mm. And then I just found myself always taking like theater classes. And I'm like, well, why am I not? Like, this is, it just is so simple. Like, I, I'm gravitating toward it, and it's just, why why am I not considering this? Like, mm-hmm. it's all in the same realm as music anyway. Like, music, I felt like it was, it was being forced a little too much, but then with the theater, it was, like, a lot easier. And then I remember, like... University level. I was among people who had like, you know, 27 30 shows under their belt, a couple and, of awards, and know, they sprinkled. Yeah, and they were like acting for longer than I was, and some were younger than me or what have you. And here I was. This was like I've only my third show, mm-hmm. my third like this level age show. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking they they know more about like playwrights and they know more about like Shakespeare and things and and they've done Shakespeare plays and I haven't like. Like, what am I doing here? Like in the same
1: classroom as them. Yeah. You're on the same
0: stage. Yeah, but I didn't think of it that way at the time. Mm. Well, sometimes. And I was just like, I was like, man, like, I don't know. I I felt, I did, I felt like an imposter. I felt like I was just infiltrating or something (laughs) like like a spy or something and then and then yeah and then I I did really well on my auditions and then and I mean I got accepted into the Juilliard of Ireland this Mm -hmm. was among thousands of applicants and I was less yeah less than 30 people and it's like okay well I must have something then so just because (laughs) yeah I didn't textbook no theater like other people and I didn't I don't have all this experience and I and I didn't do a Cheerios commercial when I was three like doesn't mean shit you either got it or you don't you right. know what I mean Absolutely. so that and that's the thing like yeah, yeah I think that can that can really assist in doubting when you're comparing and that's never good yeah I know
1: and it definitely and I think it could be like seen as a bit like black and white in a sense mm-hmm. but sometimes you do have to be black and white about something that you, yeah. love and you don't love yeah and this is something when especially when it comes to self-care it's like if you know what's going to be bad for you quit participating in it Just stop. Oh, that's that (laughs) was my whole point. Sorry. Yeah, it
0: was a long story. But so Mm -hmm. there's a, yeah, you can have imposter syndrome with things. So when you're sitting in that imposter syndrome filling, Mm -hmm. I think what you have that the question you need to ask yourself is do I actually want to be here and do I want this? So if you're at a job like, like Sarah just mentioned, and there's responsibilities, you're like, oh God, I'm here, but I don't, I really don't want it. Like it's Mm going to make my anxiety go through the roof and whatever, then you should walk away. But if Mm -hmm. you're like where I was, where I'm like, well, no, I, this is what I really want to do. I just, I'm just questioning it. Because you're going to question things in life. You're going to have doubts sometimes and whatever. I, I mean, mean,
1: yeah.
0: so I think that's the difference. Like if, if it feeds like your soul, as it were, and it makes you happy doing it, you know, being nervous and having some apprehension is fine. It's normal. It's healthy. But, yeah, if it, if it just brings about, like, bad feelings or maybe you feel like you're going to get, like, an ulcer or something, then
1: yeah. listen
0: to your body, too. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, listen think, how you feel. Absolutely. And to echo what you were saying, like, all the bad stuff that I'd ever pushed myself to do, like, being in a bad relationship, being in a bad job, like, all of these things, like, they were all environments where I noticed I wasn't being flourished. But all my abilities were being diminished. And yeah. I felt like I was getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah. And I think that's also something that people don't necessarily know when it comes to imposter syndrome is that when you are forced to do something, you can't get out of it. It is an environment where you feel like you are a flower without water and you're diminishing. And there's no sunlight available. Your yeah. soil is getting dry. And there's like, you feel like there's no way out of it. But the fact of the matter is, you feel like you're in this like trapped position and then you start judging yourself for not being perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it like, comes full circle. It's mm-hmm. like, Hey, like you have to kind of, you have to know if you're stuck in a position where you can't get out of it, you have to know that you have to start being kind to yourself. Yeah. You have to be your own sunlight. You have to provide your own water. You have to be able to understand that your growth is not limited just because you're in a position where you feel limited. Yeah. You know, and that could be a big reason as to why people don't, don't like push themselves with the self care routine. Just That's like, true. As you said before, Yeah. it's easier to stay down. It is. It feels easier to stay down and then sometimes sometimes we put up with all this BS in order to judge ourselves so that we can stay down. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Just, it's weird how we do that. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. it's but I also I also kind of feel like a lot of it goes like unnoticed. Like I think I read something somewhere where like we have like t- like sixteen to like sixty thousand thoughts and eighty five percent of those thoughts are negative and they're on repeat from yet from the day before. Hmm. So not only do we experience eighty five percent negative thoughts, but those thoughts are rep repetitive enough to program our subconscious that's so weird yeah and it's it's kind of almost like so why if we have to kind of sit here and think to ourselves like if I'm having a bad time here (laughs) if I don't want to answer this email like it's not because I'm not productive it's not because I'm not trying to be efficient it's just the fact of the matter is I'm being forced to do something I don't want to do yeah and that's okay yeah (laughs) you know
0: for sure I mean, the more you can get away with saying no to things that you don't want to do, because I understand sometimes you don't have a choice because you're you're supporting a family or, or, you know, for the time being, Mm -hmm. you have to like work a job that you hate. But maybe in the meantime, if possible, see what you can do. To, but that that comes into the whole like time management and mm-hmm. and figuring out how you can make that time for yourself or, or get out of that self sabotage where you don't think you have the time. I mean, some people probably don't have the time, especially mm-hmm. if you're working like three jobs or that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean that yeah. it's it's definitely this is not a one size fits all advice. It, it you you have to tailor it however you need to. You know absolutely. what I mean? Sometimes self care is just. Mentally not doing any action, but it's just mentally working on it, mm-hmm. or de, uh, com- compartmentalizing and deconstructing um, ideas that you're discovering
1: aren't helping you, Absolutely. I guess if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. And I think that's a it's a really good segue into the idea of, once you're at a position where you feel like you are now, you know what you don't like and you know what you do like. Yeah. Protecting your space and protecting your peace. Yeah. Is such a big step to take, but it's such a necessary step in order to develop, like, an intuitive self-care routine. Yeah. For sure. And I think a big part of it, again, is that you have to say no to distractions that are meant to just distract you and not nourish you. Yeah. And that's a big thing. Like, I think... One, if I feel like I'm not being creative enough, Mm -hmm. my distractions are probably that I'm just watching too much TV. Right. Um, So I have (laughs) to kind of tone that down. Or if I'm not being productive enough, it's probably because I'm sitting on my ass. I'm not getting myself to the gym. I'm, like, making sure that I'm using up my time to do something that is, quote-unquote... Not lazy, lazy, but in a sense where it's, like, I'm not challenging myself. Or those of you that are you know?
0: scrolling too much on social media.
1: <laughs> like, right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And I think I did hear something about how, like, the more tired you are, the more that you scroll. Yeah, I'm And then sure. it's, like, an absolute, like, listen. You gotta, sometimes you gotta just put down the phone. Sometimes... It was- yeah. Yeah. Go
0: ahead. Oh, I was just to say it was so great when when social media blacked out. Oh, yeah. Way. I was like, this is it was a good day. I got was so much day. done. Yes. I was like, this is wonderful. The air was completely different. Yeah. The energy
1: was completely like, I wish it different. would just go
0: to way, go away all together. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: well, yeah. But I mean, maybe see, that's the thing. I, I'm sure you're not the only person that feels this way. And I think oh. if someone is is uh, too like, they feel like they live their lives in such distractions. I think the one really good thing is to turn off the distractions for mm-hmm. an hour or give yourself a time limit. Like I know on my phone, yeah, I'm always on the TikTok app, I'm always on it <laughs> and I shouldn't be right. And the, so I put in a timer or something like some sort of safeguard where like after 40 minutes, it tells me to put in my code. And at that oh. point, I'm like, oh, okay, so if it interrupts you in the middle of a video, after vi- whatever, the timing that it comes up, it's just enough to make me realize, hey, you've been on this for 45 minutes. It's yeah. 40, at least 40 minutes of your day. Go do something else. Yeah. And I think uh, that's, uh, that's a really big way to k- safeguard your peace, in a sense, is to find these little hacks to keep you from wasting your time mindlessly. That's true. Yeah. And on top of that, I never go on social media without an intention. Like, I know a lot of people go on social media to just take you know, use a lot of their time up, but yeah. I usually it's either it's because I'm getting back to my notifications, I'm reaching out to somebody. Yeah. I'm uh checking up on someone I haven't talked to in a little while. Or um or that's it. Or it's to share a meme I thought I saw and so that way I can share it with my friends <laughs> yeah. and then have a conversation through text with them that way. Yeah. I never once like I don't ever it's kind of almost like the the sent like the feeling that I'm getting right now and like the picture I'm gonna try to paint it for you. It's kind of almost like you are giving your energy away to something that isn't going to give it back. Yeah. So there's no reason to be doing that.
0: That's true. (laughs) You know. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. I mean, that's all it is. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. And you are the ultimate, like, you are the ultimate abundance and you are the ultimate root of your own energy. Yeah. So you cannot, you have to make sure that you are not draining yourself constantly. And on on that note, though, if even if you are draining, protecting your self-care, protecting your peace is important in order to recharge your batteries, in a sense. Yeah. You know? So I think, yeah, for the most part, I feel like, what do I do to recharge? I meditate, I journal, I listen to music. I journal, too. Awesome. Or I sketch. Oh, yeah. Your sketches are really cool. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Um, And there's also uh, just... Uh, releasing a lot of energy, like just going to the gym and not judging oh, myself if, yeah. I if I can't can't oh do God.
0: something. Exercising is everything.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I hope that we both get paid to do it.
0: I, f- <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. Well, and, and I don't know, like for whatever reason, what you were saying um, with the recharging of the batteries, it mm-hmm. gave me this thought of like any skill... That's what you have to look at, self-care and self-love, in a way. You have to look at it as, like, a skill. Mm-hmm. And very much like learning an instrument, I've learned, like, the same instrument now, like, three times because I don't stick <laughs> same, with it. <laughs> so if you're not using it, it's the use it or lose it. So it's the same with, like, self-care and all that stuff. If you're not practicing it regularly, you're going to have to come back to it and rebuild, which is fine. I mean, it's a human thing to do, but it's just something to be aware of because you don't, if you don't feel like going through that...
1: Mm -hmm. that
0: cycle multiple times in your life. Right. (laughs) Just try to make it your thing. Make it as essential as brushing your teeth. You know what I mean? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think... Easier said than done. Yeah. Easier said than done for sure. But I think... And I think a big part of it is that there isn't... Like, once you try to make the mental shift to to prioritize your self-care you'll start to realize that there isn't, or you'll start to feel that there isn't a lot of support in your life Mm -hmm. to facilitate that. Yeah. So I think there's a big, like, like I said, with the whole museum analogy, like you are art. Some people will walk by, look at you and think nothing of it. Some people will, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But the fact of the matter is there are going to be things that you want to do just on your own, and they're going to be completely nourishing for your mind, body, and soul. And there's no shame in that. You just got to do it. Yeah. No matter what anybody else is saying, you can put, their judgments are going to be there whether you like it or not. Yeah. The best part about it is that you can choose to just choose you anyway.
0: Yeah, and choose yeah. how you react to that. Absolutely. And how much you give it. Easier said than done. Exactly.
1: But. Yeah. Again, yeah, it goes back to what you're, what and who you're giving your energy yeah. to.
0: You don't have Absolutely. time for it. If there's, if there's anything you don't have time for, it's, it's that. And there's a really good quote, and I can't remember who d- this is not my quote. Okay. It was, um, and I'm gonna butcher it, but it's basically. Usually those who give out criticism usually typically don't have anything worth or they're not doing anything worth criticism themselves. Mm-hmm. They're Got not it. doing shit. They're, not they're out just on the sitting field. around yeah. and talking
1: shit. They're not showing up. They're, they're not spectators, spectators and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. I remember there was I, oh, so many people, especially people who are not olympic trained. <laughs> Do you remember there was this one a person who had to come out of the Olympics. She had to stop competing for a little while because she wasn't making like one of her tricks the right way. And I heard so much mm. BS on the internet about her. I don't remember how, that. I don't remember her name, unfortunately. I'm so sorry. But you were so cool. I have your pic- <laughs> the picture of your face in my head right now. And um, there was just a lot of BS on the internet about how, oh, she got there and she quit, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, did you spend nine to 10 years working on your body? Like, she yeah. probably understands. She's doing this because she probably understands her abilities. Yeah. And she's not going to push herself past yeah. her limit. I and- mean, that's that's even number. That's even like a fitness 101. Yeah. You just don't push yourself. Yeah. If you know that it's going to hurt you, don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every, everybody's a fucking critic, you know? Or an expert. Yeah. <laughs> or they think they are, really. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's just that's
1: just life now. Yeah. And Thanks, sometimes... social
0: media. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I honestly, I don't, I get that feeling from social media, but what I get when I wasn't watching who I was around, I got mm. that feeling from everybody, that everybody was going to criticize me, that I, everybody was going to judge me, that everybody was going to just, um, in some oh, way, so shape, sorry. and form hurt me. No, oh, okay. it's okay. And and I think that changed, especially when I started to pivot my relationships over to healthy relationships. mm mm-hmm. that's And that's also a way that I was really protecting my own peace. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just think, I think at the end of it all, you just have to start being, you have to start being honest. Yeah. At the end of it all. And most of it is that you have to start to realize that you should, you not should, but you have the ability to love yourself more than the toxic cycles you're stuck in. Yeah. And I remember you saying something about how you're not your insecurities. You are oh. just You just have... Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, there's, there's been some douchebags, mm. male and female, that tried to tell me that I was insecure when I was simply just demanding the bare minimum of mm-hmm. what I deserved. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized, hey... I have insecurities because I'm a person, but I'm not insecure. There's a difference. So fuck right. you, because <laughs> you—the way you're saying it to me right now—is you're acting like you're—you don't have insecurities. You're not—you're not insecure. Yeah. And the fact that you're trying so hard to make me feel that way—I'm calling mm-hmm. bullshit on you. You're more insecure than I am. Absolutely. So that's the thing you have to think of when anything like that is resisting you. When mm-hmm. you're—you know—you're not doing anything wrong, and you're just living your life and not hurting anybody. You really got to think. What's the possibility of, of this negativity coming my way? Oh, chances are it has nothing to do with you. It's all
1: mm-hmm. whatever
0: issues they need to work through. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah You got to flip that shit. Yeah. Flip. The way, the way <laughs> toxic <laughs> people flip, flip your good shit. Flip the tables. You flip it right back.
1: <laughs> or you can just greet them at the door and say you're not allowed in this museum. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I, I, remember, I remember there were many people who... Uh, made it seem like I was the problem when I was really just asking for a little bit of space in the relationship or yeah. the friendship for my needs. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I know there there's just so many people, and I'm going to highlight this now so that people can kind of like look into it if they feel this way. I know that there's so many people who feel obligated to do so many things for so many other people mm-hmm. and they're not getting anything in return.
0: Yeah.
1: And it just feels like You have a heart of gold, I'm sure. (laughs) But you have to start emanating that light for yourself. You have to start reserving that kind of stuff for yourself. And the people who will not mind that you do that are probably the ones that matter the most. Yeah. The ones who are there selfishly to tug on your energy to make sure that you're there for them are probably not the ones you want around.
0: Yeah, they're not. That's
1: basically it. People show you who they are. Absolutely. You believe him the first time. Yeah, Pay attention. <laughs>
0: believe him
1: the first time. Pay
0: attention. Seriously,
1: when somebody says, I don't want anything serious, don't get into it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, you just can't. It's like, okay, friend zone next. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, next. That's, yeah. how, that's how you say it. Yeah. Really. And it's, and it's also the same thing when it comes to, for example, you. Like, you shouldn't push yourself to do something especially when in the realm of self-care you shouldn't push yourself to do something you're not ready for yeah because then you're going to discourage yourself from the idea of like oh maybe like at the end of it you'll think to yourself like maybe self-care isn't my thing Mm -hmm. maybe there are so many things that I can't necessarily do and then you feel trapped all of a sudden but you're not like you can't necessarily start off at the pinnacle like being able to hike all of these mountains when you haven't worked out for a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can't go on top of like you cannot get to the Mount Everest if you don't start at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> sense. And I think that's and that's something that is important when it comes to developing a good self-care routine, especially one that will be intuitive to your needs. Right. You have to start off small. Exactly. And how do you know that you're hungry? You feel that grumbling, then you go into the kitchen. You and what do you do? Usually some people will just mindlessly like pick something up. Yeah. But if you like are listening to your intuitive nature, kind of like open the fridge, you'll look out what you got. And then you'll let your body know or your body will let you know what you want, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, it's like that shift from leading with your mind to leading with your heart.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I like that.
1: That that works. Oh, thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you. That makes that makes all the sense. Yeah. And and that that's a really good example too like what you were saying, like the different examples you gave cuz self-care cuz sometimes I feel like for me anyway, and maybe it's the same for some people listening, mm-hmm. when I hear the phrase self-care, I, I know it means for me it's like deep within and whatever, but some people think, Oh, it means I gotta have like a skincare routine that's on point. Mm. I have to pamper myself, <laughs> I have to have the my nails done. Come in. Yeah, and it's like it's like, yeah, sure, yeah, you should physically, physically take care of yourself and your health. Absolutely. eat, eat what's good for you, whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Don't do heroin. <laughs> <laughs> but stay away from drug yeah. stay drugs kids. Say no to drugs. but sometimes it's just as simple as as like Sarah was saying like journaling or I remember having the imposter syndrome, me, whatever. Like I used to love to draw all the time as a kid and I thought I was really good. And then I didn't one day and I just stopped and it wasn't fun. And then I would start to draw. Like I found papers where I started the outline of something and then I was too afraid to proceed because I wanted it to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And I was so stuck on that concept. And then I went like, what, July of this year, this year, basically, I just to woke up one day and was like, I'm going to try to do art with charcoal because mm. charcoal is messy and you can't, it can't be clean and cut. Right. It's going to be messy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see. And I, I drew a, a crow and it mm-hmm. was so cool. It was a good crow. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And, and I always walk into it's, it's, and I want, and I'm hoping I, um, I, it's like I unlock something and I'm trying to figure out how to unlock that with other things. Cause now when I do sketches, I don't, have expectations for it, and mm-hmm. I, and it's, it's kind of a nervous, excited feeling, where it's like, and it's, you know, that's that phrase, like, if you're excited, but nervous about something, you should probably do it, and that's how I feel, I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know how it's going to turn out, and it's okay, and I'm just having fun with it, and I've loved most of what I've done, mm-hmm. and I, and, it, and if, if I can just have that thought on other things in life that I'm afraid to proceed, like, okay. I'll be fucking golden, yeah, but you know, again, we're all, uh, ever evolving and I don't have everything figured out and you're never gonna have everything figured out but I acknowledge okay that's I guess my next step in self-care is how to look at other things in my life I'm trying to approach the way I do with my drawings now so yeah it's just as simple as picking up (laughs) a skill or a hobby that you wanted to do you know what I mean or maybe you you've always wanted you have like a saved bookmarks or whatever recipes that you wanted to try even that just something that sparks something in you and just Mm -hmm. starting and and that once you do something that's good like that for yourself it you get addicted to it and you get in the habit and then you start to want to do other good things for yourself
1: yeah hopefully you know absolutely yeah that reminds me of a quote when I was I went I got into peer counseling when I was in high school and there was a quote I just walked in one day and I was just doing my thing putting my stuff down like mindlessly and there was a quote on the board that said let the world feel the weight of who you are and let them deal with it Yeah. And it's basically the same exact thing. When you pick up a pencil, when you do something to draw, for example, when you, when you want to commit to anything, just do it without the fear that somebody else is going to say something. Yeah. Let them deal with it.
0: Yeah. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) Let them deal with it. No, that's, yeah, that's exactly right. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. it
1: It was a great class. And I think it's taught me a whole lot about The idea of, like, exploring yourself in so many different types of modes. Like, yeah, maybe you're probably not really good at riding a bike, but get on wheels another way. Like, maybe you can be good at skating. Maybe you're good at (laughs) rollerblading. You know what I mean? Like, there are so many different ways to discover and rediscover what you like and who you are and your abilities that there is exactly no way. Of course, you're going to sit here and think to yourself, I am not measuring up. Because you're just sticking... It's kind of almost like you're that fish that's judging how far it could climb a tree. Yeah. Don't worry about that. If one thing isn't working, pivot. Do something else. And you will find your pattern. You will find your love. You will find your passion. And it's probably not going to come out in the way that you pictured it, but oh my God, is it going to feel way sweeter? That's a very important (laughs) distinction. It might not be what you pictured. It might not be what you pictured. That's so true. (laughs) But it's also sweeter. Like at the end of it, you think to yourself, like I have, I have this thing that it goes in that, that goes in hindsight, it's all love.
0: Yeah. When you
1: decide to look back on it, you will realize that what didn't work out for you actually worked out for you. Yeah. And you, all you have to do is just be there for yourself. Yep. That's it. I think what triggered, I think the biggest shift in my self-care is I was meditating and it was this meditation where you were talking to your inner child and stuff like that. And there's a certain point, there was a voice that came into my head and it said, I have been there for you the entire time. You just chose not to see it. Damn. And there is, I know, <laughs> I know I cried a couple of times. I cried that whole week, honestly, yeah. but that's, that's just the thing it is right there. Like you have this intuitive ability to lead yourself. Yeah stop looking outside of yourself. It is all within your heart. Yeah. And if you feel like you are in uh, like some sort of battle with your heart and your brain, just write it all down. Mm-hmm. Write down what your brain is telling you. And then on a separate sheet of paper, write down what your heart is telling you. Yeah. And you'll start like to that. realize like you can distinctively, you can distinctively decide which part of you to listen to for the better in general. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's weird how when we keep things inside, and once we
0: let them out, like on paper or if we say it out loud, it just—it's all things we know. But mm-hmm. to like visually see it or have it, yeah, outside of us, it, it really gives you perspective. It's so odd yeah. how that happens, I know, but it's, it's a good thing.
1: Yeah, it's a very good thing. I think I think our ability to understand stories in a way is just—it's an amazing gift to have. Yeah, and I think a big part of it is is. Just the ability to use your imagination differently. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you can imagine yourself one day, like, I, and I feel like that's the thing that people should, there are so many parts of you, consciously, subconsciously, physically, there's so many parts of you that are working together to make you happen mm-hmm. in every shape, in every form. Mm-hmm. And there is a lot of responsibility you have to take for that. And yeah. I get that. I get that's why that could be very overwhelming for some people. But at a certain point, you have to understand that you're not going anywhere. Yep. (laughs) So there's that. Yeah. (laughs) You're, You're stuck being who you are. You might as well be a version that you love. Yeah. You might as well be somebody who accomplishes their goals and is intuitively connected to who you are. Yeah. Because that's it. That's your purpose in this planet. Other than, I'm sure there are other purposes, but you're here to be your own friend and you're here to love yourself. Right. And there is absolutely no reason to look over your self-care routine. There are just so many ways that you can pivot and make it your own and make it special and you don't have to listen to anybody else. Fuck them. Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
0: And it's true. I mean, and and when you, when you get to that point, it just, you basically become unstoppable Mm -hmm. really. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, I, I, I hear, I hear your, your criticism or whatever, but Mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't this apply like me. It yeah, doesn't it, apply to Or me. like, Flav of Flav. Flav of Flav has this quote that I love. Okay, if go it, ahead. Hit it, me with it. <laughs> okay. I'm going to get real close Hit to the mic. It. If it don't apply, let it fly. <laughs> if it don't apply, let it fly. I heard him fly. say that, and I'm like, Brilliant. <laughs> So simple. But he's saying a whole lot without
1: saying a whole lot. That's everything right there. (laughs) Yes, like you can't you can't keep forcing things. Yeah. Like in a certain way. Like I feel like if you are not to, like not doing the self care routine, you're forcing yourself out of it constantly. Yeah, like that's to true. a point where you're like burning yourself out, and then now you're forced to take care of yourself, which then becomes a bigger responsibility because you've been ignoring so many things. And it's like, just stop with all that shit. It's true,
0: <laughs> and like done. the more you like stick to, once you get to that point where you're where you're living your true self authentically, because I feel like that's self care right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll give you. I don't consider this that, but because of the society we live in, I'm gonna call them like double whammies. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I, uh, I've, I've done the acting thing, and yeah, I guess you could. I still kind of consider myself an actor. I'm mm-hmm. just kind of out of work right now, um, in that, mm-hmm. and I've had people like. Tell me, try to make me feel doubt about that. They don't take it seriously. Like, oh, you're Mm. a theater major. Like, whatever. Fuck you. It's not your life. (laughs) But, but like, I remember there was like this psycho woman and she was just like, oh, well. And she was really, she was an alcoholic. She was bitter. Like, I'm not talking, I'm not judging her because she's an alcoholic, but I'm just saying she had things about herself that That she needed to work through and she wasn't, and she was projecting it it onto me. Mm. And she was just kind of like, oh, well, you know, what if you don't make it? Like, it's such a hard thing Mm. to break into. And then and, and, I, and my answer for her and anybody else that's ever come my way at that is, well, all those regular jobs that you think I need to have, they're going to be waiting for me. They're not going anywhere. Yeah, exactly. If I need them, they'll be there. So right. I'm just going to take this time and actually go for what I want to do with my life. Right. And then the other whammy is I'm vegan. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people have a lot to say. Oh, to a lot say. to say
1: about <laughs> be- I know. But listen. Like, <laughs> about me, be- All yeah. I
0: have to say is no, like they offer me say, no, thanks, I'm vegan. And that's mm-hmm. all I have to say. And people yeah. get all defensive and they yeah. get, some get really vicious and uh, vicious Absolutely. and ugly about yes, it. Yeah. But the thing is, is like, I mean, I can't help it, but I feel like there's a lot of aspects about myself and who I am Mm -hmm. that just makes people want to naturally resist or want Mm -hmm. to throw things my way because they're not. And it's not to say I'm not the only like vegan actress out there in the world. I'm not not. not saying I'm like a goddamn (laughs) unicorn, but I'm just saying that there's enough people out there who aren't or they're just, they can't relate to those parts of me, I guess, so mm-hmm. they don't know what to do. and But because I I live in such a way where it's like I have conviction and I'm not embarrassed and I know how to respond mm-hmm. to those stupid things that people <laughs> say, like, it gets to a point where people, they, they stopped messing with me and stopped, mm. um, like, saying you. things. And they do, and now they're mm. asking me questions. They're asking me about vegan versions of things mm-hmm. or... Or, or when's the next acting thing or next play or whatever? I'd love to see it. So mm-hmm. now it's, like, flipped because their whole whatever they were trying to, like, break me down with, like, it, it kind of was impenetrable. So now right. it's a you can't beat them, join them kind of thing. Absolutely. Or some people will just, they'll still be assholes, but I'm just saying, like, y- y- people are going to be what they're going to be. But if you just stick... Like, with your true self, with conviction, it just, it's just so much easier to deal with those people or comments when they come Absolutely. along. And then it's, like, and they're all a dime a dozen. They all, like, people, like, for the most part, when they're negative like that, they're all just saying the same stupid shit. So then you <laughs> so only you have to have lying. one response in your pocket. <laughs> yeah. You don't need, you can, you know, it's like, it's like a line that you've got memorized. Yeah. And, yeah, so. They hit them
1: with it. Like, this yeah. is what I do and that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's so,
0: final. <laughs> so whatever yeah. it is if that's something else too that that's getting in the way of your self-care because it's something you want to pursue like yeah you're going to hear the stupid shit and you're going to get the negativity you got to be ready for it but I mean Mm -hmm. wouldn't you rather be doing what you want to do and it's not hurting anybody versus living in a way that's not really you and Mm -hmm. fitting into a mold and blending into something that just you feel like you don't belong in and then you're just dying slowly on the inside you don't want that absolutely yeah so just yeah yeah, take care of yourself and then do what it is that you want to do with your life
1: yeah you know and it's not like nobody has gone through this before yeah that is it is absolutely completely natural to believe that what other people are telling you or what your first notion of how you should be is absolutely okay to believe that that is something you need to break through yeah that is absolutely something you need to break through it's kind of almost like seeing a different version of the same movie you ever, like, hmm. as a little kid, like, you see it. Yeah. And then you get older and you're like, wow, there's some messed up yeah. shit here. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> like, I missed that innuendo. <laughs> exactly. But that's the thing. Like, you have to understand that you are, you are ever transforming and yep. you have your seasons because you were part of this earth like you're yeah. made out of bone and <laughs> like you're made out of all of this and yeah. so you have your seasons where like yeah maybe you're going to be connecting with other people and going and shooting your shot and doing all these different things and then you'll go through a couple months where you just don't want to do anything at all and mm-hmm. that's okay yeah but all of that being intuitively in like being connected to yourself intuitively is the most important thing yeah Absolutely.
0: That's part of the self-care, too. Like, basically, like, like spiritually incubating, like, sitting there. Even just sitting there Mm -hmm. and, and figuring shit out, even if you don't know what you're doing. But if you, like you mentioned earlier, having intentions. If you've got that intention and that desire, it's okay if you don't know. Right. But okay if you don't know where it's gonna end but the fact that you're aware that you need to get into that direction like you'll find it you'll get there yeah just absolutely yeah yeah enjoy the journey I guess
1: yeah <laughs> especially particularly if you feel like you're in a, a place of transformation in your life which yeah. I'm definitely feeling it right now I don't know you've discussed yeah, it before I feel you feel like, like I'm yeah yeah and sometimes so some days they're just like I go out there and I talk to a lot of people and it feels like I'm getting somewhere and then there are days like Days go by where I'm just like on my own, nobody's reaching out to me, and I'm not reaching out to anybody. Mm -hmm. And those two are different dynamics in general, but I've noticed that at the end of it, like I cannot judge the journey Mm -hmm. because I don't know where it's going to end. Yeah. So I might as well just be present as much as I possibly can for myself, not give myself the added stress of acting a certain way or, um, you know, just being a certain way. I just have to just be there. Yeah, just be. And that's okay. I just have to be there. Yeah. And it's okay to just be like, hey, uh, I'm going to go do my own thing now. You know, if you're in the middle of a conversation with someone, you're not feeling it anymore. Just go. It's okay. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I know I have had know. Lear- I've learned that, too.
0: I'm just like, okay, I'm not obligated to, like, respond to every little thing the moment that I get them at. Like, yeah, I mm-hmm. just... <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And I know
0: people that... And in, in the thing... In the, and it goes back to the whole self-care. And when you choose people who are your people and they're good for you, they're... Like you said, they're going to honor that and they're going to understand that. And sometimes, like what you were saying, how you could be... Uh, communicating with people and then you take a break and you're not communicating and they're not communicating with you and sometimes I've even found when I get back to communicating with people they're like oh yeah I was feeling the same way It's was like something <laughs> in the air something in the season chances yeah. are there's some people in your life that are relating to you and you don't even know it and they're, they're absolutely not taking it personally Yeah,
1: and it's, it's like yeah. such a it's a big form of love for yourself and for others yeah. to not necessarily force yourselves to committing to anything in a sense if yeah. you don't really feel like doing it
0: yeah and it's and in a way it's an indirect way of like common courtesy too Mm -hmm. because I mean I know all I want is honesty from any relationship that I have relationship romantic friendship uh family members I just I want honesty Mm -hmm. so if you're not presenting your honest self you're just not you're not giving what you're
1: Expecting from others, so yeah, Yeah. just be honest and be consistent. I guess, yeah, and it does kind of seem to bring up a point. How do you live more honestly? Yeah, and I I guarantee you, I don't have all of the answers. Yeah, for sure. I already know I don't (laughs) don't have all of the answers, but I know that first and foremost, suspending any judgment of others and myself was the first number one thing I needed to do. Yeah, I had to stop judging myself because it was coming from a place of ego. It was coming from a place of expectation comparison, um, desire that I didn't really need to have Mm -hmm. and suspending any form of judgment, literally quite literally was the best way where I can free myself from the pain that I was inflicting on my own. Yeah. Honestly, I relate to that. Yeah. That's a big one, but it's a good one to, it's, it's a, it's a goodie. It's an oldie, but a goodie. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It just, it just came down to, like, the idea of, like, I cannot take it personal what other people are going through. Yeah. And so if they t- try to, like, say anything bad to me or anything like that, that is fine. That is all on them. Yeah. And I'm going to go do my own thing. Exactly. <laughs> and,
0: you know, sometimes you can't help it. Sometimes you react. Sometimes you you got to feel the things that you're feeling. But allow yourself to feel them when they hit don't yeah. delay it, because Absolutely. then you can get through it and move on. I mean, I know I told you the story about that woman in the big truck that looked like she was late for a tennis match at the uh, the mm-hmm. country club. Yes. And she was <laughs> blaring her horn and being unreasonable, so I did the petty thing that I never do. <laughs> and I made sure to get behind her and blared my horn and startled her. Now... <laughs> That's not the best thing to do. No. And this not. is not, this is not like advice to be petty. Not but condoning,
1: not be confrontational. But it's important <laughs> for
0: people to hear that as much
1: wisdom that I've instilled
0: in this podcast, I have flaws. <laughs> <laughs> and, and obviously, and that was the first and only time I ever did that. And I mean, and now, I mean, I laugh about it and it was funny. And after I did it, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. Uh But, but, but I guess my whole takeaway from this little story is that sometimes (laughs) you're not going to handle things in the perfect way. And again, it, you can't, you can't expect to handle things perfectly or do things perfectly. Absolutely. Sometimes we're going to be a little petty. Sometimes we're going to be hard on ourselves, Mm -hmm. but we just got to say, Hey, you know, that wasn't the best. Let's let's, let's (laughs) handle it
1: differently (laughs) next time. Yeah. You know, I think that's where honesty is the biggest game changer. Yeah. Like being honest with yourself is just the biggest game changer because you're sitting, you're finally sitting here and you're thinking to yourself, like, man, <laughs> I made that a little bit of a problem, but um, I feel better for doing it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm like, I defended my honor.
0: I was tired of these people in these giant trucks trying to push yeah. me around because I'm in a little car. Right. I'm like, okay, well, I made my point. I proved it. Now I can exit and move on and with my move life. On and just go do your own thing, right? <laughs> Instead of having
1: like the feelings like yeah. pile up and pile up and piling up and then you can like not do much about it. Don't in turn a sense, it into like, a habit. I, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like don't procrastinate with your feelings, number one. Yeah. But number two, also like obviously use your use your better judgment. Yeah. <laughs> healthy one. coping mechanisms. Healthy coping mechanisms are a big one. But the most important thing, if you get nothing else out of this, the most important thing. <laughs> is that being honest with your feelings pays off in the long run. Yeah,
0: and you're fucking Just human.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yep. If you haven't, if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> there it is. And even when you have,
0: you know, and you're in a good place, I, I never want to say I have everything together because I don't, but I have enough good going on that mm-hmm. I feel content. Yes, absolutely. But I am aware that there's always things I need to work on. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's just, that's really important. And I I was going to go somewhere with that, and I totally forgot. No, I mean, it's
1: magical just, like, watching you come to that conclusion. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. It's true. Like, life is, like, an unbalanced game of, like, chess in a sense. Like, where you have to, you probably have to make a couple moves and then watch out what happens and then make a couple more moves. But the fact of the matter is, like, you cannot underestimate the good or the bad. You have that's to take true. both. You have to take both yeah. in stride because the good is so much sweeter, and the bad yeah. again is like shining light on what needs to be worked on. And that's it. Yeah, you that's know? actually where I think
0: <laughs> I was going. Okay, I was that's getting that's at. Yeah, think. it's it's just yeah. You you can have so much sorted out, but you yeah expect that you're yeah you're gonna have shitty moments, or mm-hmm. you might do something or say something that's not that's just. Not cool. Yeah. Or whatever. (laughs) You know, but as long as you're doing the best that you can and yeah yeah, self-control is very important.
1: Yes. But, um <laughs> Self-control is very important, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've never gotten violent, you know. I yeah. Just, <laughs> but well, a little little horn honk. And yeah. even then, and that's the thing, and I think that was what made me so beside myself and, and surprised myself, but it was, I guess, another humbling, teachable moment is that mm-hmm. usually on the road, I, you know, if somebody, like, nearly kills me or, like, this person, mm. like, literally was pretending or trying to, like, they almost side me and my dog was in the car no, and, and then my mama times, bear, yeah. like, I was so pissed off and I mean, yeah, you know, sometimes I might like yell or I might to myself just usually it's just like, oh, fucking asshole. And then I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. and, or I mean, I flipped the bird and I don't even do that all the time. But I, I, I'm at a place where I just my anger doesn't take over. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh, that really fuck, fuck that person. And then I move on because then I tell myself, OK, everything's OK. Like nobody got hurt. Nobody got killed. Um, mm-hmm. No harm, no foul. I'm still on, on my way to getting to where I need to in time. Right. Like whatever. You know, but so yeah, and and I'm not the kind of person who's gonna like usually blare my horn at people. Like I'm I'm not I don't really have like terrible road rage, but that day, it just goes to show you should be prepared that there's just gonna be some situations or maybe you're going through something and it's just going to make you act maybe in a way that you wouldn't normally or you would expect. Mm-hmm. And then if that happens, you know, hopefully you just have that moment of oh. Well, let's not let that happen again. <laughs> yeah. So when I do deal yeah. with something similar, I just yeah. need to do what I usually do and tell myself, "Well, okay, this is not worth losing your shit over. Absolutely. It's not, yeah, and it's yeah.
1: not." And that is like back, That is exactly why honesty is such a big card to play. Yeah, because you you not only acknowledge your emotions, but you don't build them up to be something they're not. Yeah, and on top of that, you've officially stopped lying to yourself, and that builds a lot of trust with who you are and how <laughs> yeah. you perceive yourself. And like, building trust with yourself is important. Like, yeah. if, any, if anything, p- other people can lie to you. But the number one rule you should really st- stick to is you're not lying to yourself. Yeah. You are not pushing yourself away from, like, the truth of things. You are not going out of your way to hide yourself and shield yourself self from things that, in the end, are going to catch up to you. Yeah. You just have to... You have to be present. You have to be honest with yourself. That's it.
0: You reminded me of something that mm-hmm. I... It's a it's a phrase that I quoted, mm-hmm. and it it was actually, it was almost a year ago today. It was on uh, Halloween. I was at my friend's house, and her and I were having a conversation, and um, and she was <laughs> talking about self love. Funny enough, and she was like, "How do you find that? Like, how do you?" She's like, "I just seen where you're at, and how did you get there, and how would you?" Oh, excuse me. I had a silent burp. I was trying not it's to okay. be gassing. Anyway, that totally ruined that moment.
1: No, no. And how do you was, get to the self-love that you're at? Yes. yes.
0: And it took me probably a good 20 minutes to even put it into words. I'm mm-hmm. like, how do I even say this in a way that's going to resonate? Absolutely. Um, and I finally got it. And I and I think self-care and self-love go hand in hand. And you could almost say it's a it's a synonym of each other. Yeah. So for me, self-care and self-love... Is finding the love language you have with yourself, whatever that means. Yeah. Because we're always trying to find like the self love, uh, love language. Excuse me for like another person, and people are so focused on that. Or ooh, what do I like? These things I read. Like, mm-hmm. what do I do to make my man a little bit happier so that he treats me better? Like, nah, fuck that.
1: No, no, no. You, we don't we're not doing we're not playing. What is that game called? Twister? Yeah. <laughs> we're not playing Twister. It's like no, you
0: just communicate what your needs are and and you give them the opportunity to meet your needs and if they don't meet them then there's plenty of other fucking people who are waiting to <laughs> do to that for them. you. Yeah. You know, and and yes. you don't and you don't even need anybody to have your needs met. Like mm-hmm. I I I just it, the last few times that I've been single have been really nice and peaceful yeah. and I remember I went through this whole sorry, not to go too no, long. No, no, no. Go I'm ahead. Just Go ahead. sorry I'm a tangent queen um same like <laughs> like I just remember I was like a serial monogamous like I'd go from a three-year relationship and so then I'm on your own for months yeah, for years yeah. <laughs> well like well I would like the first like I had my first serious relationship broke up and then a few months and then all of a sudden I was like in a five-year or relationship, or I think, I don't even know, like, actually, I have to really think back on that, I don't, uh, it was so so long ago, I'm not trying to age myself, but it was kind of a while ago, but anyway, like, I kind of always just felt like, oh, yeah, like, I just need to have somebody, I would like to have somebody, and now it's like, there's a very good quote in a Silverchair song called, um, the song's called Across the Night, and he says, he says, uh, I, I don't want to be lonely. I just want to be alone. Mm. And sometimes it's good to be alone. And the last few times I've been alone in my life, I haven't been lonely mm-hmm. and, and I remember hesitating to get in a relationship, um, mm. which I am now and it's like and it's just so good. I'm in such a healthy mindset that I'm like, well, if this relationship doesn't last, I know what I'm returning to. I'm just returning to a really wonderful life that I've already created for myself that's just right. waiting for me whenever I need it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So it just goes back to, yeah, like just making sure you're your safety nest. You are mm-hmm. your, you can retreat to yourself. Like you've got your back, you're your own ally, whatever it is, just it's possible. If you don't think it's possible, it is. You, you can absolutely be that for yourself, um, but, you know, even then, you can go through things and, um, not feel at ease or at home, like, um, to kind of go off on another side, the, um, the show Grace and Frankie, there was, like, this, um, character that, um, he was going, trying to go back to his, not get back together with her, but go back to his ex-wife um, because he didn't feel safe in his current marriage. Oof. So he was trying to go back to her to get that familiarity and that comfort. And then he realized kind of like toward the end of the episode, he was just like, wow. And he's a senior citizen, like in his eighties, seventies mm. or eighties, realizing this, that cause you know, remember we're all on our own time. We learn Absolutely. things at different ages and different levels, but this character, he was just like, wow. Out loud, he was just like, sometimes in life there isn't a safe spot, Mm -hmm. so you have to be prepared for that too. But as long as you have like that self love and you know you can rely on yourself, even though you don't know how you're gonna get through something, I feel like it just it makes the experience less
1: bumpy, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that was something we talked about um, when we were trying to map out what this podcast episodes going to be about, but there's this idea that people chase familiarity too much. Yeah, they do. And it's, it. I get it. It's comforting. Yeah. You know how things are going to end. Right. Stuff like that. But at the same time, it's almost like, but you are somebody who is going to be ever, ever changing. Yeah. So you need to, again, you're not going anywhere. You either need to catch up with yourself or watch you go by. You yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. you have to at a certain point. You, it, and yeah, and what you shared was like beautiful because there is... I would hope that people find this out earlier on in life. Yeah, the earlier the better. Not necessarily when they're 80 years old, but it does kind of feel a little, it feels really shaky when you sit here and you look at your life and you realize that there isn't any sort of safe place. I remember that happened to me when I was letting this relationship run rampant in my life. I felt that not only did I not trust this person, I didn't trust myself and I didn't trust anybody around me. Mm. And at that point, at that point specifically, I felt so... like, alone, but abandoned. Yeah. That sucks. And, yeah, it does, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) No, it's fine. Please verbalize that. It does suck. Honesty helps. Fuck that noise. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. but, again, like, it was because I was pushing myself around. I wasn't honoring my own emotions. Yeah. I didn't have a self-care routine at all. Yeah. Every spare minute I gave to other people. I fulfilled my obligations to everybody else but myself. Yeah. There were times where I gave myself the excuse, like, don't have the time, Mm -hmm. can't do it perfectly, what do I know to begin with, Yeah. Um, not believing in myself, and it's just, it's been such a whirlwind, but coming to the other side of that, and realizing that there is stillness in being alone, Yeah. but there's also, that stillness leads to clarity. It does. Absolutely, and that's why I recommend to people all the time, if you have a seven day work schedule... Take time for yourself throughout yeah. the week. You have to. It's big. There is no <laughs> if, ends, or buts. And if you're only working three days a week, take time for yourself. There's no <laughs> there's it's no true. way around it. <laughs> I mean
0: I know that I have friends or family members too that are moms and they wake up twenty minutes early, uh so that they give themselves 20 minutes of to have time. their coffee, mm-hmm. to enjoy or meditate or do whatever, yeah. yoga quick, before their kids get up. And even just that little bit of time that they squeeze makes a difference.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That does bring up a good point. You definitely have to understand that there's timing involved in all of this. You can't necessarily, yeah. in the middle of your work day pull out your journal and write about things. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. But you do definitely, you can fit it in throughout the day somehow. Yeah. And it's totally, and you just have to challenge yourself in that way. Again, it's like repurposing your energy. Or it
0: can be, and it's a circumstantial thing too, because I remember when I was commuting um, to university in. I mean, it should have been like a 45-minute drive, but California traffic—you know just
1: like two hours <laughs> tack tack on another 45 minutes, baby.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, so I was going to school overtime. I was taking it was either 23 or 25 units, cause, mm-hmm. and I had to get dean approval. And I already had yeah, to be absolutely. like good standing. You know how that goes. Yeah. And then I was working two jobs. Thankfully on campus, so I mean, it, you know, everything was in one place. But mm-hmm. I was literally gone like 17 hours out of the day, mm-hmm. and like. Ten minute breaks between my classes. Like I would have to bring my food to my class, or you would just forget to eat altogether. Mm. It was such a great, it was such a good time in my life. And, and I'm not again. This is not like celebrating or or like hey, uh, you gotta like get in the grind to oh, you yeah, drive I yourself to the ground. It, it was just, just this was just my life at the time. Just yeah, and I loved it, but it was hard, and I kind of felt that like not having enough time for myself. But then, I realized. I can make the time in my car my time. Mm-hmm. So I just enjoyed music and uh and Adam Lambert's For Your Entertainment. That <laughs> C D and I can't remember what Stone Temple Pilot C D but there were like three CDs that I would just like it was probably LaRue or something that I would just alternate and like mm-hmm. just just being stuck in my car, I had no choice. I was stuck because of traffic every single day. Mm-hmm. But I made the car ride as fun as I could yeah. with like the music and that just And I didn't have time anywhere else, so it it made a difference. It really did. I, like, started to look forward to it. And then I just – and then when my life wasn't like that anymore, I almost – it's like I found myself missing that time Mm -hmm. that I had no choice but to deal with myself. Like, like I had to – like, yeah, I had no choice but to be with myself that long in my car. And I just felt myself missing and craving that. Like, Mm -hmm. I look back on the traffic that I sat through – and it's kind so, of fond.
1: It was honestly a blessing
0: in a sense. Yeah, to, yeah. To, and to hear that, anybody in Southern California, they're probably thinking, I'm really fucking crazy. Maybe some of you can relate, <laughs> and it sucks. Yeah, the long commutes really suck, but that, and I guess because I was in a better, like, not a better time, but one of the better times in my life and better mindset. Yeah. And, and I think that's kind of where, like, I really started to hone in the idea of self-care, so maybe that it could be why that wasn't so bad either. Mm-hmm. Maybe, mm-hmm. but yeah. So, so if you're if you find yourself in like uh, circumstantial situations, like that sounded weird how I said that, no. but do you get what I'm saying. <laughs> like if you find yourself in limited on time, yeah. and you legit are limited on time or resources or whatever it is, something as simple as just yeah, listening to music or, or maybe you. Live like two minutes away from a pond. You just take a walk and look at the pond. Or you know what I mean. Like you get what I'm saying. Like yeah,
1: you can definitely care for yourself in unconventional ways. Yeah. And I have to tell you, when I was commuting to school too, it would be like an hour and a half, two hour commute. Honestly, after a full fucking day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A full day. And what made it, what made it really great is that I just told myself that this was just time to not do anything other than just to get. Yeah. And at that point, I gave myself the freedom to just exist without all of these different boundaries and stuff like that, which was really great. But the bigger part of it is that I could have called somebody and I could have distracted myself for two hours a day. That's true. I could have, like, yeah. I didn't I think about have, that. I could have, like, you know, I could have just done anything, but mm-hmm. I decided to be alone. Yeah. And there's, again, stillness and being alone, and it yeah. provides a lot of clarity. It, it does. Really does. It's like so cleansing. It is cleansing, yeah. and then you feel better
0: by the time you get home. You're like, oh, I yeah. had a long day,
1: but it's not so bad. Yeah, it's not so bad mm-hmm. right now. You just go freshen up and take a nap. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Well, this has been a really great conversation. I know it's about an hour and twenty four minutes in, but everybody needed to hear this. I'm sure. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Uh,
0: yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully, it wasn't too many tangents. Yes.
1: Oh yeah. Well, you know what? They needed to hear it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> We've decided for you. We've decided. <laughs> Oh, awesome okay so um just as a as an ending note is there anything else you'd like to say anything on your heart that you oh, haven't man. gotten out before <laughs> let me think about this okay. if you want to start i right, let me okay think. i can definitely say one thank you for so much for uh, listening to this <laughs> i know it's probably sounded like a really big rant but again we everything we said was per- was with Purpose and and the meaning behind it is just so important. But again, you take whatever resonates with you and you leave what doesn't. And ultimately, you are. And I know it's going to get cheesy. I'm just going to say it. You are a great source of love for yourself.
0: Oh,
1: that's true. And you just need to step into that. And there is absolutely nothing to be scared of because you are more capable than anything of loving yourself through the mistakes, loving yourself through forgiving yourself, loving yourself through the blame. And loving yourself when it gets better don't self-sabotage okay
0: that, that was <laughs> when so you get beautiful. to it you'll be okay <laughs> um well I can't say anything better than that but I will oh, no, keep going you I will this. add um yeah the the start of all of this is being as honest like she said Sarah said is just being as honest with yourself as possible um because if you bullshit it and you bullshit yourself in the beginning, you're going to – anytime you're in a situation where anyone lies to you or you lie to yourself, you're going to have to backtrack and start over, and that's just not fun. So yeah. just just realize when you're ready. Take the first step. And I don't care how young or old you are. I think that's that's the big thing too. Like you – you, whatever it is you're trying to achieve in your life with this, whatever self-care and self-love means to you, it's, it's not too late. Mm-hmm. It's really not. And if you feel like you don't have a support system – it's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's out there. And, and again, try to be your own support system. Right. And usually when, um, usually you kind of manifest things to yourself in your life. So if you're manifesting good things and you're on a good path, then um, you kind of are a magnet for the things that you want in your life. Mm-hmm. So really kind of put that. <clears throat> I got like a bubble. I'm trying not to burp. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> but whatever it is that you want. Um, put that out in the universe or whatever your belief system is mm-hmm. and, um, and just do whatever work that you can. Um, just, yeah, try, try to have faith. It's hard. It's hard for lack of a better word, but mm-hmm. yeah, you're capable. I just, I mean, everything Sarah said was basically <laughs> the, the the whole idea, but yeah, you're not too old. Mm-hmm. Um, you still have time. And don't feel bad if you're having to start over, or if you have to start over multiple times with the self-care and self-love, because yeah. there's just new things that come across in your life, and new things you have to deal with, and and it's okay, it's yeah. okay. You just it just makes you better prepared for the next time, really. So absolutely,
1: yeah. Yeah. you're never gonna get it perfect, but again, we're not aiming for perfection, we're aiming for more of who you are. I mean, clearly, <laughs> because
0: we would be re- we would be reading off of a pre-typed script if we were about perfection. Absolutely. We just kind of went, yeah. like, very much how, like, this podcast, we just let the journey ride. <laughs> That's how you got to let the journey of your
1: self-care go. <laughs> you just got to do it. You got to wing it. You got to trust the process. You got to let the kids around scream. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got to just do it. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's rough. I know it's going to be difficult, but, again, like, nothing, again, it goes back to that weird saying, if it's not worth it, it would be easy, right? <laughs> oh, and I
0: will say too, along the lines of what you were saying, forgiving yourself. No matter what it is that you've done, or if you're really unhappy with either your life, your situation, or maybe you feel like you're not really happy with yourself as a person, you absolutely can do something about it. Yeah, to control that, you have you can do something about it, and you can do enough work where that what you've done it doesn't have to become I mean I know you mentioned something like this earlier really you it doesn't have to be who you are you don't have to be that forever
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and that's part of it too like like you were saying forgiving yourself I just and I think people they feel like they don't deserve it because of whatever it is that they've
1: done Mm -hmm. um better late than never really so absolutely It, it pays to be fair and it pays to be kind to yourself and to others
0: yeah, I mean, really and it. and you're hearing from people who who have done the work and are doing the work, mm-hmm. and yeah, we've we've got we've got some stories, we've got some things <laughs> we've lived through, oh, absolutely, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and things to still work on. Mm-hmm. So just yeah, if if you
1: feel like you still have work to do, then that that's that's very good. Yeah, because we all do. Yeah, absolutely. It's never over, but. You're always at the precipice of something new. Yeah. And I hope you find a little bit of hope in that, too. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you for listening, guys. Yes, thank thank you, you. Raquel, (laughs) for being the most amazing co-creator. Well, thank you for having me. Of course. We will be back for the next episode, if you'll join me, of course. Of course. We will be talking about self-sabotage, so... uh. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's a
1: sabotage. So sorry. (laughs) This is my brain. Buckle up for that, all right, guys? (laughs) All right. All right, take care, and remember, be free to be you. Bye. Bye. (laughs)